The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, 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 and welcome to episode 135 of How You At You. It's your girl Shins from K-Pop Box. And Shay from the K-Way. And on this podcast, we love hanging out with you guys, talking through the hottest K-news, your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, and everything in between. Yes, yeah, so if you want to join the conversation, make sure you hit us up on socials at How You At You. So let's sit back, relax, and let's get it started. Yes, so our very first segment for today is what is it? Wait, can you hear? <laughs> yes, so our very first um segment for today is Hot Topics, aka BBC Shanice, where we give you a rundown of the hottest K news that's come up over the past week or so. So Shanice, spill the tea. Where should we begin? It's been a while, hasn't it? <laughs> Lunas, um, Yojin, Gowan, Olivia have reportedly signed with CTDENM. Don't ask me what those that stand for. I have no idea. Hyunjin and Vivi signed with the company last month. So that's five members under the same company now. Hyunjin, um, Hasu, Kim Lip, Jinsu, and Cherry are under Mod House. Chu is with ATRP and Eve. I don't think she's. Eve isn't signed to anyone at the moment. Olivia also is doesn't go by Olivia anymore. She's got rid of her stage name and she'll now go by Yaiju. Yaiju, I think is how you say it. Sorry if I butchered that. But yeah. She said, I'm going by my birth name. Uh, my <laughs> name's not Olivia. I don't know who that is. But <laughs> yeah, so there's that. 5050 is going through more drama. 5050 members have recently trademarked their 5050 name as well as their individual stage name. Their company states, we had absolutely no knowledge that the members had registered individual trademark rights. I know there's like other little things going on with 5050. I think I saw something about the rights to do with, um, the copyrights to do with the actual song Cupid and it's a lot. I just kind of like backed away and closed the door. You know, like when you shove things in the cupboard that doesn't really fit and you just quickly close the door <laughs> let's hope for the best yeah that's 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 what i'm doing right now so um good luck good, good luck good luck for them uh moving on quickly if you are a fan of k-pop documentaries i have some for you so disney plus has been collecting all these k-pop boys like infinity stones at this point so <laughs> nct127 will be releasing a disney plus documentary called nct127 the lost boys on the 30th of august i have no idea what that means that sounds scary um <laughs> is it gonna talk to members that didn't make it no it's not because it wouldn't be okay i'm just chatting rubbish um txt gonna release um upcoming why is it everything everything's called got lost in the title theirs is called our lost summer (laughs) and that's going to be released on the 28th of july and then 
BTS is meant to have another Disney Plus documentary called BTS Monuments Beyond the Star. Um, and it's just said in the second half of the year. So I don't know when that's coming out. So all the Disney Plus girlies have a look out for that. So Hype employees were under fire for alleged sexual harassment during um, undergarment search before and team fan sign event. So trigger warning, this will mention sexual harassment and assault. So if you want to skip ahead, do that. According to a Twitter user, um, it was at B-O-K-B-O-G-I, book Oggy. They wrote, after the altercation, they said, wow, it's my first time in my life that I've had someone check my bra at a fan, fan event. My mum doesn't even touch my breasts. And they actually said, I'm going to touch your breasts now and suddenly touch them. More fans spoke about the harassment on Twitter. Another user wrote, they pressed my upper breast and then my lower breast. It was almost like they were caressing them. I was so shocked. I said, this is just my breast. Multiple others spoke about the assault they experienced. Hive released an apology statement following the staff's sexual harassment allegations. Their statement says, hello, this is Weaver Shop. <clears throat> we would like to apologise to fans who attended and teams in-person fan signing event on the 8th of July regarding the security body check that was carried out by, fem by female security guards. Fun signing events are a place where artists... Oh my god, my voice! What's happening? <coughs> <coughs> fan signing events are a place where, fan where artists and fans talk one-on-one -on -one, and if recordings are leaked to the public, it might not be good for the fan and the artist. To prevent such situations from arising, we have strictly limited bringing in electronic equipment that can make that can make those recordings possible. Up until now, many fans have actively cooperated with this practice. However, there has been several instances of hiding electronic equipment on their bodies to bring them in. A body check was carried out on the 8th of July by female security guards to check for this. We apologise for fans who attended the event with Happy hearts for making you uncomfortable. Even if it was a security issue, we are aware that it, it is not an acceptable excuse for making fans uncomfortable. We sincerely apologise that this kind of incident happened at the event. We'll make plans for improvements such as introducing contact-free methods for security checks and we'll try to make it possible for fans to participate in fan signing events with artists in a more comfortable and safe environment. I just don't know why, yeah, they just didn't have metal detectors because if they walked through it or they had like the little, you know, the little scanny scanny one, mm -hmm. if they were hiding something on their person, because I know there's people that probably will try a thing and, and hide things in their underwear or whatever, it would have made a noise and then they'd be like, listen, you gotta, you gotta take that out. That, that's, that's sad. Obviously, security is important, not just for the artists, but for everyone that's gonna be somewhere, but no one deserves to go through something like that but mm. I, that's so i don't i don't know obviously we don't know how security was sourced if it like I, we don't know all the details but yeah that's that's not okay and not appropriate that's yeah yeah and last but not least super juniors dong hey unhyuk and kihan are leaving sms <laughs> are leaving sm entertainment i don't know what's wrong with me today so after seven after over 17 years 
the trio will be parting ways with SM Entertainment. On the 14th of July, SM Entertainment officially announced that they have not renewed their contracts and they will be pursuing individual activities. However, all three members will still be continuing their activities with the rest of the group under SM. So nothing's going to really change, to be fair. So, and all the other members, so Lee Tuk, um, Hee Chul, Yesung, Shindong, Shinwon, Ryok, they have all renewed their contract with SM. So okay. there is that. And last but not least, we, Shay and I, Shay doesn't even, probably don't even know what I'm talking about, but basically there is the British Podcast Awards. <laughs> and um if you guys want to vote for us <laughs> you have until the i think it's open now until the 5th of september and basically there will be a link we'll probably i'll probably link it in our stories instagram story like on twitter as well so it's just like clickable we'll leave it in the description as well um basically just click on the link you search up how you at you and then you just cast your vote that way i think you might have to leave the email I guess that's how they count it, so there's not, like, spam votes, I guess. But, yeah, if you want to, you know, if you want to support us, get the Listener's Choice Award, you know, you could vote if you want. No pressure. If you don't, that's, you don't have to. I'm not going to force you. I can't force you anyway. But, yeah, that's it. That's it, guys. <laughs> that's Hot Topics. Hot Topics. Hot, hot topics. That's not very British today. Uh, <laughs> if there's any stories you want us to talk about, or if you want to comment on any stories, make sure you hit us up on socials at how you at you. Okay, moving on to our next segment called what is it? Say what? <laughs> this is where you send your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, hot tea. You can send that all to howyoutea at gmail.com. That's howyoutea at gmail.com. Or you can submit a form at paperbox.co.uk forward slash how are you at you? So Shay, take it away. Okay, so our very first unpopular opinion for today is, there's been an obvious decline in the seriousness of K-pop this year. It's been filled with silly songs like Queen Card, Seven and Teddy Bear. All of these songs do not take themselves seriously. This is not a vent. I'm simply just stating my opinion on K-pop in 2023. It's not anything like 2022. For example, G Idol's last um, G Idol's hit last year, "Nude," was a far more serious song. Aside from this year's, um, aside from this year, which as well as now, "Queen Card" is very joke is a very jokey type of song. New Jeans ditto ditto in late 2022. Sound very Aussie. Sorry. Ditto. I, I can't. Can you say di- ditto in a Ditto. <laughs> ditto. <laughs> ditto. Um, ditto. Um, in late 2022 over now in 2023. Super shy. I'm not mad though because I love all of these songs, but I do really like, I do really hope K-pop gets back to making serious in brackets, but if it isn't, it, but if it doesn't, I'll keep loving you for seven days a week and twerking on the run. <laughs> Um, this is an unpopular opinion because people would say that K-pop is still serious, but these songs are being pushed out for more, um, but, but those songs are being pushed out for more fun songs this year. I don't know. I don't think K-pop's ever been that serious. I'm not going to lie to you. I think Um, maybe over the recent year, don't go wrong. They there are songs that are serious and they may tackle certain things or whatever, but in a grand scheme of things, K-pop's never bold for me. 
<laughs> K-pop has never been that serious. I, I don't know. I feel like maybe in the summer, in the warmer months or leading up to the warmer months, the songs do seem to be a bit more lighthearted anyway. Maybe not to this extent of like everything's jokey, but like they're light for the season, whether that's like a summer romance song or something jokey. Yeah, I think I don't know if K-pop was ever serious. And like the only yeah. image that, you know, came to mind straight away is um, Dara's hair. I don't know why that came to mind, but what, her, her um, any of her hair, oh. all of it. But I think maybe what I may be interpreting from this is something that we've discussed before is that they used to be like better concepts or deeper messages, which doesn't always seem to be the case now. Sometimes it's just like, oh, like what will do well on TikTok or like what will just be a great song. And music doesn't always have to be super serious Mm. or is there something to interpret or understand? It can just be fun. Yeah, I I don't, I don't know. I don't know if, if anyone wants to expand on this or delve into it. Um, please do because I, I would love to deeper understand this perspective or like if there are any really good examples in my opinion seven was a very serious song okay? I was about he to came say back that. from the dead <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah okay and now on to our next unpopular opinion I think most of these unpopular opinions for today are on this sort of theme of k-pop and the way it's changed so it will be interesting to see how they contrast but this next person said i really like the fact that k-pop artists are starting to be able to express themselves more freely but i don't think that freedom should automatically mean explicit as a mother who enjoys k-pop with her family i really miss the days where things were a bit more family friendly i'm gonna have to kind of disagree i get what you're saying but i have to kind of disagree because I think in the grand scheme of things, I think K-pop is still family friendly. Yes, there'll be the odd song where someone swears in it or whatever. But I don't think that's out of the norm. I think maybe you are more aware of it because K-pop as a genre is more accessible. Because if we go back, wasn't there a song? I don't know if it was H.O.T. or it's one of the mandem back in first gen. <laughs> where the song started with something do not you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying what i'm gonna say is something to do with context clues guys you can unpack that you know what i'm talking about though don't you Shay? i i feel like i i do i don't have all pieces of this memory but i know what you're talking about and that was the intro yeah (laughs) i i i I think my thing is, I think when giving someone creative freedom, w- within reason, they should be able to freely express themselves yes. without like obviously being malicious or anything else in that nature. I think my problem is more so when it's like, oh, I've reached this like point in my career where I can be a bit more risque and it isn't, oh, I'm going to take this opportunity to tell an authentic story. It's just like, let me chuck a swear word or a random word in here mm. that contextually makes no sense. I don't think that's necessary because that's just like, I'm big. Let me use my ID for the first time. I don't think that's necessary. Mm. But yeah, I, yeah, I didn't, I don't know. Once again, if anyone wants to expand on their perspective, perfect. Um, and then on to our last unpopular opinion for today. This person said, I miss when K-pop used to be about heartfelt and good messages <laughs> and serious topics such as Ring Ding Dong and oh, Fantastic yeah. Baby. Um, deep messages then someone I like just in passing when I actually first saw this I was like oh like I'm when I think of those songs I don't think of like deep meanings um 
I haven't looked into the translations and we'll just pick up words here and there. But someone went on to add to this and they said, people don't understand, but Ring Ding Dong was, a, um, was actually a deep and hard look into eating habits of society and how they regress due to online food ordering. Every meal is a Ring Ding Dong. The doorbell is ringing to deliver food and home cooking is a lost art. It's Where a sad story. I don't know if this interpretation. I've never heard that before in my life. I'm I've saying, never looked at the translation, so. What? Okay, wait. Shape was. We have to look into this. Yeah, I'm um, going to say that's a, for me personally. I'm going to say for Ring Ding Dong, that's a reach. I, maybe this person was joking. I don't. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Mm, um, no. And the second reference was Fantastic Baby. And they said Fantastic Baby is about how in youth sports and outside activity is uh, isn't prioritized it's saying such important lines such as dance i want to i, feel like this, I think this, this person's this, joking <laughs> i do think but with fantastic baby no maybe not so much the actual song but i know like there was discourse on the actual video itself i haven't seen a video in such a long time so it's gonna be hard for me just to remember off the top of my head but something about i don't know if it's about them breaking the status quo or them like infecting the world with their music kind of thing but it was more of the theme with the actual video itself not the song that makes sense yeah. so it's like the video had more of a meaning than the actual song so the song separately doesn't say much it's just a catchy song. Yeah, I think this person was joking. I feel like the only way we would ever get straight answers to <laughs> the true meaning of um, K-pop songs and their artistic wonderfulness is, I don't even know if this is still a thing because I haven't seen it, but I feel like K-pop groups should start going on Genius. I, I still won't believe them. Still I, I won't, but I, I, I want to hear something from their mouth because I, I feel like I've rarely heard... K-pop artists talk about like all the meaning behind the song or like yeah, anything fans that kind of come up with it dissect it or they might say something in passing and then fans will just kind of cling on to that and expand from what they've said but they haven't actually said everything to that extent if that makes sense uh, or it's like yeah a lot of nothing um it's given you know um english lit when your english you have to like <laughs> why is the curtain blue it's because the author would like the color, color blue, but no, no it's in this lesson, it's foreshadowing, it was foreshadowing the, the depression. The That's going to happen. Like, no. Um, I know you said this was the last one, but we actually have another one. Okay. <laughs> it was in our inbox. Um, this person says, I've watched a lot of K pop commentary videos about why X group disbanded or why X group is flopping slash forgotten by their company and while I mostly like these videos one thing that bothers me about them is that about 95% of them place the blame only on their company. I'm not some sort of k-pop company defender in fact I don't think I don't even think I have any k-pop companies that I truly like but that but that just doesn't make sense to me. These companies are definitely not actively sabotaging them as some of these videos make it seem. They're trying to make money off them, so why would they debut them only to sabotage them? And if these K-pop groups lose lose the company more money than they bring in, of course they will be disbanded. That's just how business works. Some people get so angry at these companies for disbanding groups that are flopping, but did they buy their album? Because looking at their album sales, it seems that it seems they did not. Like a lot of K-pop groups, 
in those videos have great music and music videos, memorable choreography and, com and completely adequate promotions. They've been given the means to succeed by, by their company. They just don't have any members that catch people's eyes and get them truly invested in the group. I understand what this person is referring to. I don't know all the ins and outs of like these commentary videos, all of these cases. But I think mm. sometimes people just point a finger at like, oh, company is company's fault or X, Y, and Z, where a lot of these situations tend to be very complex, where there might be um, like interpersonal issues or someone higher up has a problem with this or someone higher up wants to prioritize someone else debuting because they're actually a fam family friend. Like there's so much to it. So mm. I do feel like the situations are typically more complex than what people just say and mm -hmm. and the sort of conclusions people come to online i do also understand the standpoint of people saying like oh this group deserved better but you never actively supported them in terms of like i don't know buying albums or x y and z and no one's here to tell you how you should enjoy music but if you never bought their albums or you know a bunch of people don't from a financial standpoint there's only mm -hmm. so much a company could do so yeah but essentially i understand what this person's saying but essentially it does come back down to the company because <laughs> they're the ones that are essentially it's their job to make them catch our eye do you know what i mean it's not yes it's it's down to the consumer to consume it but if if the company and again it's it's more complicated than just blame the company and that's it of course there's you know if they debuted around the same time, who, what kind of groups are debuting at the same time? Who's out around the same time? Like, is there a clash or, you know, maybe sometimes some groups are debuted before their time in a sense of, mm. I can think of certain groups that quote unquote flopped, but I feel like if they debuted like a couple years later, in terms of like even just like the songs that they were making and the choreography, they were just ahead of their time and people weren't yeah. there yet that makes sense so it's just like little things like that and in the grand scheme of things yes it's, it's it's complex but it does come back down to the company it's not really you can't you, you, you know you can blame the public but you can't because at the end of the day as a as a business as their job it's it's their job for them to catch the eye and and, and, and i'm saying excuse me i'm not saying that because it's an easy thing to do, of course not. Otherwise, everyone will be doing it. But essentially, it is the company's fault, unfortunately. And yes, it is complex. It's not as black and white as that. Mm. I think like it's case by case. Like yeah. I think that's the only way it could be judged. Because I know there are some cases where individual artists within a group are maybe wrapped up in like really bad scandals outside of company the company outside of yeah. them being a trainee in x y and z and that jeopardizes everything for the company and for the group so for that reason they have to disband or they don't get the the chance that everyone else deserved yeah. but it's very case by case and it's yes as case case. as a company they have like a responsibility to putting their best foot forward sometimes I know like there must be some groups and some artists that are sort of given an ultimatum like oh if you don't reach x goal on this time we're not going to continue putting funding behind you guys and things so 
it's mm. it's complex. It's sad. Yeah, because I think one situation. I don't know how much it relates to obviously this unpopular opinion, but mm. obviously a lot of people are hoping that Trainee A would debut, and a lot of people are excited about that. I don't know all the details behind. What's Trainee what's, A? Sorry, Trainee A. I believe they were coming out of Hybe, if not a different company, but they were basically a group of trainees who were training and promoting at the same time. So I think they would okay. have like little showcases. They had a YouTube channel where you can like watch them training and doing small performances. They kind of, from what I gathered, sorry if this is wrong to any trainee A fans, but they were sort of taking the route of BTS Hustle Life. So they took them out to America. They like we're learning how to dance from like dance teachers practicing at studios out there. Then they would, I think they busked at some points and they mm-hmm. had like a small showcase that they were trying to like get people in the street to come and see. So from what I recall and understand, they had a pretty good following and their fans are really excited, but I don't know if it was early this year or late last year, but all their socials were shut down. So I think they're, debut plans were terminated and I know that upset a lot of fans it's complex but we can only help hope for the best for everyone and um, <laughs> well thank you for all those unpopular opinions um, if you guys have any unpopular opinions, stories, thoughts or requests you can submit them anonymously at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash hallyu at you or you can send them directly to us at hallyut at gmail.com and now it's time for On The Radar, where me and Shanice will let you know if there's been anything that we've been watching, listening to, or anything that we want to put you guys onto. So Shanice, what's on your radar? Um, I just want to shout out my love for E-Theory, because I don't think it was last week, but maybe the week before. She went on Instagram, and she was she just posted a nice cute picture of herself, and she was like, I'm looking for a job, whatever. <laughs> oh, and then in her comments were, was at least 20 to 30 brands like hit us up girl DM us DM us <laughs> and I just love I just I just loved it because she's she, she's just willing to put in the work because people these days don't like to work <laughs> but yeah that was on my radar cool for me oh, what's been on my radar okay two things first people yes. become so Dean touch deprived that they've resorted to extreme measures of oh, like yeah. using AI to make him cover songs. This man is definitely not coming back. But we hope that he is happy where, wherever he is and with whatever he is doing. But Dean, if you have a free moment, please come back. Yeah. Um, I feel like every time people say, please come back, he's like, I'm not coming back now. <laughs> no, it's, it's every like, time people bring up the stairs. Okay, there's that, but I also feel, I feel like it's one of those things, you know, like when you're like, I'm going to get up and clean the kitchen, and then your mum goes, Shay, can you go clean the kitchen? And you're like, oh, I don't want to do it now, because you told like, me to do gonna it. I was going to do it, but now I'm not. I was going to do it, but now I'm not. I feel like that's what it is. And then someone will stupidly say, oh, do you remember that time when you fell down the stairs? And he's like, yep, definitely not come back. So um, it's your fault, guys. He told me. No, I'm lying. He didn't tell me. Before people, before people believe I'm, believe I'm saying, saying real things, don't um yeah so there's that and then I also started watching like this anime I think it's based on like a manga or a webtoon and it's oh my gosh I can't even remember the name of it this is great but it's amazing it's hilarious if I remember the name by next week I will tell you guys but it's basically about this girl 
and she's like from a modern dimension. She gets pushed off of a building. Um, but I don't know if she dies, but she basically gets transported into this book that she's reading. And the okay. character that she is reincarnated into, she knows that that, because she's read this book, she knows that that character is meant to die, but she doesn't want to die. So <laughs> she's oh. just like trying to find ways to stay alive because she's like, I don't want to die a second time. But um, it's really funny. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So yeah, guys, that's all we have time for. Remember, you can vote for us for the Listener's Choice Award. <laughs> Go to BritishPodcastAwards.com forward slash voting and type in our podcast and vote for us. We want our flowers, man. Anyway, um, thank you for listening. Yes, and remember that you can submit any of your requests, dilemmas, unpopular opinions, or stories to halutea at gmail.com, or you can submit them anonymously at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash halu at you. I've been Shanice from kpopbox. You can follow me at kpopbox underscore almost things. Yes, and I've been Shay from the Kway. You can follow me at the Kway on most platforms. Yum. And until next time, we will holla at you. Bye. Bye.